The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo, and it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest-hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Aken Show! Hello, world! What's up, guys? Quick shout-out to that intro over and over again. This is, uh, by the way, 100 episodes of the Dave and Hawkins Show, so thank you guys so much. You know... Fight Bananas podcast and all the podcasts and I have done. We got Mike Cuddles. We got the Banana and the Bee. We got Ben and Bananas. There's so much content. But just strictly the Dave and Hawkins show, we have reached 100 episodes. So first of all, shout out. Thank you. Um, the numbers, the downloads, the subscribers, all you guys. Hey, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't for you guys. That's just the brutal truth. So first out, shout out. Thank you to you. Secondly, that intro just keeps me going. Uh, that was Big Mo. Definitely one of the um, future, give him two years, three years, four years. I, if he wants to be in the UFC, if he wants to be you know, the biggest name outside the UFC, he does a lot of boxing, independent shows. He's right now doing uh, bare knuckle boxing. He's doing a lot of stuff. He does that 25-second intro. I love it. I've kept it for 70 episodes. So shout out to Big Mo. All right. What's up, guys? Jeez, Monday, June 13th. Like I said, episode 100, and we have a packed week for you guys. Like, when I tell you we have a packed week, we're about to record the Banana Bee later tonight. We have a really cool Mike Cuddles episode coming up in two, three days. Another guest is joining us. We had such a good time with Hannah Goldie going through literally a hurricane, and uh, other people saw it, so they're like, hey, I want to be on the show, so... We have a really cool guest coming on that show as well. We had a really good last night in Orlando, Florida. I kind of dabble into that. But guys, UFC 275 was literally just hours, uh, you know, Saturday night. Uh, one of the best cards of the year. One of the best cards I've ever seen. So I'm going to get into that in a second. We, we, we run right into PFL 4 in Atlanta. Can't wait to talk to that. We got... Um, Media interviews Wednesday. So on Wednesday, you're going to see a lot of PFL content coming out of here. Fight Bananas. I have another guest or two coming up. One tonight, one tomorrow. Packed week. And that guy's UFC Austin. And when I threw up a video just uh, probably two weeks ago about UFC blockbusters, how I thought so far. And, you know, there was rumors of Usman and Leon. And I like the UFC 276 car. I'm not going to lie to you. But is he uh, Jared Cannonier? That's the main event. I don't know. There's just something lacking. Amanda Nunes and Julia, uh, yeah, Juliana Pena. I just like, man, something's missing. I, but when 
they matched up Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett, which is the main event of UFC Austin happening in five days. I was pumped. I'm pumped. It's one of my fights. It's one of my fights. It's it might not be the most watched, the most beloved. It is a fight I am all over. I love the division. I love those two guys. I love the styles. I like Austin. I like the co-main. I love this card, UFC Austin this weekend. Uh, Cowboy Cerrone, Joe Lozon, Phil Hawes is on the card. So good, good card. We'll get into that more later in the week. Of course, Felicia Spencer's phenomenal pick and Ben and Bananas. So much content coming. But let's, let's hold the horses. Let's kind of, let's, let's hunker down a little bit right now. UFC 275 is officially in the books. We have one and new, one and still, and one retirement. Just a roller coaster. Heart motions on sleeves. We had multiple knockouts. The prelims was knockout city. And just real quick before we really get into the meat and potatoes of the card, shout out to Jack. Uh, shout out to Jake Matthews. Just those two guys start out the cards. Both one knockout first round, one knockout the second round. Just they brought it. They absolutely brought it. Just a ton of great action throughout the card from the very first fight. Uh, that second fight of the female knockout with Gomez, just a stack night. So let me get into that. Let me, let's, let's get into the star of the show, the star of UFC 275, the end new, the new light heavyweight champion with literally 28 seconds left gets the submission on Glover Teixeira, Yuri Prohazic. So Yuri now, guys, and right off the bat, you know, that's how social media goes. And we'll kind of get into the Glover side of it and, and the rematch side of it and what's next. But let's just kind of, let's just stick here. People right off the bat were saying fight of the year. Yuri Glover was fight of the year. I'm like, okay, okay. I, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to dispute. Sometimes also, that's, it's okay to let stuff simmer. You know what I mean? Um, some of the best meals in the world, the crock pot, you just, you put everything in that you don't put the temperature on full blast and get it out in a minute. You let all these flavors, you let the, the, the rounds literally jive because I'm remembering more of the fight today on this Monday on June 13th than I was even Saturday night. And I thought Glover to share even now thinking in that fifth round, that decided round, maybe the round that he was winning the fight going into it, going, he was winning on two of the judges' scorecard, more than two rounds. All he had to do, and how crazy is it that the first round, the first, second round, we're yelling at Glover to get Yuri down. And at the end, the fifth round, we just, I felt, I'm yelling at my screen saying, Glover, stand up. You are outstriking this man. You are demolishing Yuri on the feet. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, the question that I've seen now through two days, and I've listened to a couple different podcasts, and I've checked out the social media about fight of the night. And then let me take this to another spot. Let me kind of go left when everyone's going right. When, for the Oscars, are you more intrigued about the best actor, the best actress of the year? Or is the last award given... The best movie. Yeah, I know Tom Cruise is great. I know Leonardo DiCaprio is great, but are you more of a like a Jerry Maguire in Titanic guy? Like, don't you want to see or hear what's going to be best movie? And what I say with that is, I think UFC 275 from start to 
end was the best card of the year. And I don't know why that doesn't get talked about. Why? I have not heard this one second. And there's been other great pay-per-views. There's been a really, a couple, guys, I, to me, going into before UFC 275, the best card of the year was UFC London. It was on during the day. It was absolutely free. The main event was Tom Aspinall, who doesn't talk a lot, who's got a huge fight coming up with uh, Curtis Blades, UFC London 2 coming up later on, right? But Patty the Batty and Molly, the spinning backfist, the crowd, Tapora, there was just so much action, like so many moments. Everyone's drinking. It was just a such an enjoyable night or day of fights. And I think UFC 275 beat it. And I know you might be like, of course, every pay-per-view. That's not true. I I cannot wait for UFC Austin this weekend. I cannot wait. And maybe some of the casuals need a Conor McGregor pay-per-view fight card. Maybe some of the casuals need a multiple you know, championship night. I don't. But in this case, UFC 275, just the emotion. The emotion of some of these knockouts we see throughout the card. And then we get into this triple main event that we've been talking about for weeks and on weeks and on weeks. I was so excited. And I'm a Glover guy. But the the Whaley Yoana was like the fight of the night to me. That was the people's main event. It was the Chimaya Burns of Volkanowski and Korean Zombie. There seems like that. It uh, happens a lot that, especially the pay-per-views, there's always this featured fight that's more you can even argue UFC 276 Strickland Piera how about Sugar Sean O'Malley? like there are the, the the card is so stacked and I think they knew they had to do that because I I just I'm not feeling the buzz with Izzy and Jared here they're the next pay-per-view and I haven't seen anything about those guys just not into it this pay-per-view I was into I told you guys I was watching the embeddeds the countdowns, the interviews with everything of them in Singapore. It just seems like there was a lot of uh, media on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. I was so into this card, and this card even over-delivered what I thought they could. And how they did it, they didn't do it on just knockouts, because there was great knockouts on this card. There was, and that helps. There's great knockouts on all cards. How this card, how UFC 275, to me, how to me it's became the best card of this year of 2022 was the emotion was the raw organic emotion that you just can't get uh, anywhere else. It's only top level to me, mixed martial arts. That's why, you know, you can call me a homer and I love the PFL and I love UFC fight pass, but, and there's a nothing like the UFC. So let's go with, Writing some notes. I got so much stuff to talk about. Holy crap. Big week, guys. Big week. Um, you want a J-check. You want a champion retires from MMA. Uh, the, the the first round was, I thought, to me, really, really good round. Wei Li was definitely getting the bigger shots. You can tell Wei Li was doing her thing. Wei Li easily won round one. But I really thought, to be brutally honest, I thought second round was going to be Yuana's round. I thought Yuana was going to come back and really take charge in the second, win the second, and we were going to go to a bar burner third round. It didn't happen, guys. A uh, spinning back fist for Wei Li. And it was weird. It, was, it wasn't clean in a way. and it, it was a great shot. But it kind of got Yuana right? Kind of, kind of right behind that ear. 
It really got her in that spot that you just you say good night, you turn off the lights, and it's uh, just raw emotion. Just um, she talks about being wanting wanting to be a mom. She talks about how she's thirty five. She talks about she's trained for twenty years. Over half of her life has been almost devoted to everything has been into this this job, mixed martial arts. She talked about never leaving the UFC. And just the raw emotion, of course, of leaving the gloves in the octagon was like, wow, what a moment. And in a weird way, you ready? And it's been two, three days since then. And, and I'm even, right? You ready? It's been 11 minutes. I mentioned Whaley one time. It's been an over, she's overshadowed Whaley on the retirement. And I don't want to be like that. But Whaley is now the number one contender of the championship that she's 22 and three. She's had one of the best runs in UFC uh, strawweight history. She, if she doesn't fight Rose Namanunas, she doesn't lose in the UFC. Rose Namanunas is not her challenger. She will fight Carla Espraza. And I'm telling you right now, on June 13th, 2022, she will defeat. She will butter hot knife through Carla Espraza. Jung Wei Lee, his will re- regain the championship. And then you're ready for this one. The crazy part. She's lost to Rose Namanunas, not once. She's lost to Rose Namanunas twice, with the second being a split decision. And if Rose gets her shit get together and kind of gets a two, three fight win streak on the other side, I bet you we will. <coughs> we will see a Rose Namanunas Wei Lee trilogy fight. Hey, they're doing it with Max Holloway versus Volkanowski. Max Holloway's lost twice. Max Holloway and Rose Namanunas, two of the great fighters of the division. Arguably. The greatest fighter of their division. People have argued Rose. People have argued Max Holloway. But if Wei Li beats Carla, maybe there's a Marina Rodriguez. Maybe there's someone else there. You know, I got to see. Yeah. You know, it could be uh, Mackenzie Dern. So there's definitely other fighters out there. But it's just, it's wild that we could see in 2023... Maybe 2024, but we could see in 2023, we could see a Wei Lee Rose trilogy. But, um, of course, the, the story, this story on Monday is you want a champion walking away from MMA, walking away from UFC, walking away with one of the greatest, um, not just strawweight fighters, not just female fighters, one of the greatest trailblazer, pioneer, mixed martial artists of my lifetime. It, she made it. She made it cool, or she made it apical to be a one fifteen female, you know, fighter. There's not a straw weight for guys, and yeah, there's not probably a lot of great one fifteen talent out there. But my point is, guys, Joanna Champion has crowned that division for upwards of a decade. So, uh, Champ, thank you for the memories. Thank you for the roller coaster. You uh, gave us, if not the greatest UFC female fight in the history of the sport when you fought uh, Wei Lee, what was it, two, three years ago? And um, I just, yeah, I'm just thankful for the memories. Absolutely. All right, co main event, let's roll. Uh, co main event, Valentina Shoshenko versus Taylor Santos. I, I was one of those people. I thought I was just going to throw this out there. And I said this, and I kind of said it one time last week that. 
I know they're in Singapore and I know they're going across the, you know, the globe and weird shit happens when that happens, right? And, uh, Man and Nunes just lost. I have a really cool Man and Nunes story. I wait for the end. My, a lot of it will be on my cuddles when it comes out. Taylor Starlin's podcast and myself, but I will tell a little Man and Nunes story. Um, but Man and Nunes just lost and Rose Nama Nunes just lost. I'm like, huh, it would be kind of weird if Valentina Shashenko losses. It's really like a change in the guard. Back to Carlo, the cookie monster, and, you know, Juliana Pena's a new star. Like, it's really creating new female superstars. And that, if that flyweight division to me is just ready for a, uh, you know, Valentina's been the champ for so long, and it's been a lot of the same names, you know, the same challengers, uh, just it just needs a change in the guard, uh, you know. A lot, and no offense, you know. These are great girls with with Caitlin and Jessica and Jennifer uh, Maya and Jessica and Drosh sometimes and Lauren Murphy. It just seems like it's time, you know, for Santos and O'Neills and Robertsons. It's just time for these girls, uh, Macy Barbers, to you know take that next step. The 2022 to 2025. These are the new ones. Like these are the new. Uh, Andrea Lee's on the way up, Aaron Blanchford, you know, at Blanchfield, sorry, you know, like these girls are the future of the division and Santos could have really ignited it. And did she, uh, that's the most controversial decision of UFC 275 Santos and Shevchenko. And I'm not one of these people. You have to beat the champion. I'm not that guy. I just don't understand that mindset. Um, it's a fight. Every 25-minute fight, if you're the champion, is its own individual make. It's when I, We make brownies at the house. We don't just say, oh, love this brownie was better than that. It's like every time you make a batch, it's a new set. It cooks a whole new way. This Santos versus Shoshenko has nothing to do with Valentina beating Jessica I or her fights against Amanda Nunes, Jennifer Maya, Caitlin. None of these. This is a brand new fight. And does Santos do enough? She did at the beginning. Santos had a great couple of rounds, like first round, second round, upwards of the third round. Her grappling was amazing. Her grappling was just... Valentina didn't have an answer. Valentina's answer was stay on the outside, head kick, uh, you know, leg kick, really start using the boxing. A lot of kickboxing round four, round five. And Shevchenko kept on going to, with that bulldog, kept on going to the wrestling. Santos could have won the fight. Valentina won round five, and she wins via split decision. Pretty crazy. Uh, to me, that's a it was a, one of those another roller coaster emotions. It's it's a shout out to Santos. I wanted to see immediate rematch. Shout out to Valentina to really show that championship pedigree, especially round four and especially in round five. And that image of her putting her uh, her one finger up is pretty um, powerful to me. But let's get into it. I'm I'm sorry I didn't even meant to go that long on the other stuff. Glover Teixeira, my guy versus Yuri Prohazic. What a fight! What a fight! What a war! What a back and forth! I thought both guys. I thought Glover was finished four times. I thought Yuri was finished five. Like what a back and forth war! What a and this is what I love about mixed martial arts. And uh, shout out to my guy, Alan Belcher, who just won the main event, Bare Knuckle uh, FC Jackson. Uh, you know, knocked out my, uh, Frank Tate, minute and 10 seconds. Love Bare Knuckle FC, you know, Taylor Starlin, all that. I, I'm a fan. 
But there ain't nothing like the UFC and MMA because as much as Yuri was winning some vicious body shots and just how powerful he was and just uh, the, the that flying knee and just – he's just a he, – he, he attacks in so many freaking different ways. He's just a, a marvel to watch. He's he's maybe one of them. He's becoming must see TV. He's just whenever he's on a card, you have to watch him. And just he, he's he's something with the eyes. He's just like you cannot pass away. You cannot not look at the screen. And Glover, for one, Glover was holding his own standing up. You know, he's got Chris Box, and I really thought that was an underrated part of the of the whole night. I thought going into the fight, but the reason, of course, why I picked Glover going in and and thought he would. The grapple, and you thought he was going to submit Yuri Prohazic at some time, round one, two, or three, right? And he got him down multiple times, and he got his back multiple times, and Yuri just would not submit. Like, Yuri would just not give up that. He wouldn't make that one decided mistake. Sometimes he wouldn't do the right thing here or there or there, but he would not do what Glover needed to get the submission win. So you just, like, you tip your cat off to Yuri. Um... Was it a little gut-wrenching? Because I thought Glover was winning going into round five. I thought he was up 3-1. That's just my scorecard. And then I thought four minutes into the round, I thought Glover was winning round five. I thought it was one of the better rounds for Glover, to be brutally honest. His stand-up was crisp in round five, catching Yuri multiple times. One time, I thought he almost literally TKO'd him, and Yuri just like pops up. He's like a zombie. But Yuri gets the submission. He doesn't get a TKO. He doesn't get a standing knockout. He gets a rear naked choke, kind of, which was hard to see and hard to see Glover tap. And if you've seen Dana White's, um, you know, his lie that he was doing was just crazy. Uh, unbelievable. And Yuri becomes the new UFC light heavyweight champion. That's an unbelievable night. An unbelievable main event. Prelims, I just, just... I thought were one of the best prelims we've seen in a while. Just multiple top end uh, finishes and, and moments. My shout out to my guy Brendan Allen, Allen Felicia Spencer's lock of UFC 275. The main card was amazing. The main event, one of the best main event, the the best main event of the year. One of the best fights of the year, and it really put a cap on to me. It is now my best card of the year. The best fight night I've seen all year was UFC 275, Teixeira versus Prohasic. All right, guys. Like I said, a lot of stuff coming up this week. Uh, you, uh, um, UFC, 100, UFC 276, three weeks away. We have UFC Austin, Cater versus um, Emmett. Cannot wait for that fight. Uh, the Cowboy returns. How many more fights, guys? I'm telling you, enjoy it. Enjoy this. Uh, you didn't know that this was the end of you. Uh, you want a champion? This could be it of the cowboy. I know he says he wanted two, but you just never know. You never know. So enjoy the cowboy week. He is in Austin, Texas. There's just a little ring to it. I think uh, it's something special, and uh, cannot wait for that. Let me see. Oh yeah, let me Miami. Oh guys, PFL four is this Friday. Cannot wait for that. That's going to be in Atlanta. Real quick, Amanda Nunes. So Sunday night last night. Our friend uh, Taylor Starlin flew in, and there was a sign-in. And we're not, I'm not going to give you all the, the details because we're going to do this on the Banana Bee Podcast. Scribe, subscribe on the YouTube channel, and of course, subscribe uh, on any kind of podcast platform. It's its own feed, right? 
But so she was doing a sign in. The Hardy Boys were there, and uh, multiple UFC fighters were there, and AEW wrestlers. It was a really cool night, awesome night. And Amanda Nunes was there. Uh, Amanda Nunes with uh, Nina and uh, their kid, or their beautiful daughter, and it was just really cool, really fun time. So Taylor has like a little backstory with with Amanda, and like I said, I won't get into it, but just we we started talking with Amanda multiple times. And guys, Amanda Nunes, one, we all knew this is an absolute sweetheart. But two, how we the last thing we talked about, of course, was the championship, her fight coming up very soon. And, you know, she just, you know, and I know it's very easy and I know every champion's going to say that and every fighter's going to say that. But she was, uh, you know, when we brought that fight up, she, you can tell she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm winning. I'm getting my title back. Like she just like there was something there. You know what I mean? When you know it, you know it. When you when you meet your wife for the first time, um, you know, when you have the, the you make the shot, the buzzer when you're a kid or in high school or in college, you just kind of know the moment. I felt it was very moment ish. I, I something how she said it and how she looked at us. Uh, I think Amanda's going to be ready for that Juliana Pena fight. It's crazy because I was leaning towards Juliana. Uh, it's going to be wild. So shout out to Amanda Nunes, an absolute sweetheart. We'll get into that. Like I said, more stories. Uh, but guys, okay, I'm running. Like I said, I got two, three interviews lined up. I'm going to probably put, yeah, I'm probably going to put in the interview on this episode, uh, 100 for the Dave Van Auken show. So pumped. Ben and bananas later on this week. Felicia Spencer's phenomenal pick later on. Mike Cuddles with another guest coming on. The Banana and B podcast coming on. Guys, we're just churning content. A ton of stuff here at the Dave Van Auken Show. A ton of stuff coming with Fight Bananas. And, uh, man, I appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Uh, absolute congratulations to Yuri Prohazic. Um, Thank you. Uh, you want a champion for the memories. And the Valentina Shoshenko, the greatest female fighter alive today, retains her title and keeps the legacy moving on. The greatest flyweight fighter of all time. All right, guys, Dave and I'm out. We'll talk to you real soon. Be good out there.